This is Suzanne York with Humans Optimized. We specialize in change management for technology adoption by bringing together advancements in technology with elevated human skills. Our aim is to cultivate human-to-human and human-to-technology collaboration. This combination will allow us to take advantage of the immense opportunities in the future of work. Showing up authentically has a whole new meaning in today's digital world. Before the internet, our physical presence and reputation could reach a fairly limited group, people we knew and perhaps a few we didn't. Now, our online presence extends so far beyond that to the possibilities of a truly global audience. But how often are we really stopping to think about and take actions to create a deliberate and authentic presence so that our message can be truly understood online? Brandy Bernoski, digital strategist, web developer, and technology expert, helps entrepreneurs and business owners elevate their own online presence, enhance their digital experience, and embrace their authentic online selves, which she calls their fifth dimensionality. She is the founder of Alchemy and AIM, and Brandy joins me today to tell me more about her client work and her passions. Brandy, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me here, Suzanne. I'm so excited to be chatting about this. I know. Our conversation can go in many directions, so let's see where it takes us. Yeah. Well, I'd love to jump right in because I was excited when I thought of the idea when I read your um, your comment about the fifth dimensionality. To me, that really um, that gave a clear picture about the importance and the impact of our online presence because it is a whole other world. So can you tell me more about that idea and how you came up with it and what you do with it? Yeah, absolutely. So really, this is kind. Of, this has been something I've developed in a lot of the cl- work I do with clients. And I mean, we certainly know who we are in our physical spaces. Um, but when we are trying to share and deliver a message um, and, and share our, our bigger ideas with the world... You know that's happening in an an entirely new space, and so often clients um, are trying to reconcile that that part of them of who they are in the day to day with who they are online, and there can naturally feel like there are some like disconnects. Like, but there are all these like very made up, you know, professional photos of me, you know, on my website, and that's just not what the day to day looks like. But you have to remember like the day-to-day is lived out in your home or in your office. And so it is going to look different because it's a different space. And when we are living out our messaging and, and our ideas and you know our passions online, because it is a different space and because there are so many other people in that space as well, we have to show up not inauthentically, but a little differently, because now we're not just sharing who we are, we're sharing the energy and the message of, of what we have to give to the world. And that means you can't show up in, you know, like lounge pants and a sweatshirt. Um, though you could do that on the day to day if you wanted to, but it, right. it doesn't work. <laughs> if you've got a particularly powerful message, you have to find ways to really embody that power online so that visually you know, that it's not just coming through text or audio or video, but it's actually coming through photos as well in a whole new way. So it's, it's funny because, you know, so th- it's just that work that I do with people on their websites. They're like, well, you know, I, I thought I was 
um, you know, I, I'm a minimalist and I thought that's what I wanted for my website, but I actually needed these bolder colors to really convey all that I want to convey. Or I needed to go take that photo shoot out on the beach, even though I don't live near a beach. It just had the right energy of what I was trying to express to people. And what's interesting is you have a way of seeing that in a way that maybe they don't see it in themselves. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah you always need, you always need to have that other person to kind of help, um, help you just fully see yourself. It's, I mean, you, you can't, you can't do it without a mirror even like you have some sort of person device, something to reflect back at you. Um, what is kind of most striking? Mm. Oh, I like that, how you're saying, you know, what's most important out of everything you could say or yeah. could convey, what are the key the key points that really need to get across? Yeah, and you don't realize it because when you have all of those ideas and that wealth of knowledge inside of you, you kind of just want to blurt it all out to people and people can't handle that. Like no one yes. can. It's, it's, you know, it's like being in like a deluge, you know, like a full monsoon, right. like you can't handle all the rain, but like, you're just like, I just want a glass of water. So you need to be able to find a way to give people that most amazing glass of water first so that they can kind of more fully enter into your world. That's a fantastic way to think about it because I, I get trapped with that as a, as a consultant who wants the world to know what I know. Yeah. I kind of want to give it to you all at once and it's not effective. Like you've said, yeah. And it's noisy out there too. It is. It is. It, particularly now, I feel like as we've gone through 2020 and are coming into 2021, like we've all been online and interacting in ways that we haven't in the past, simply because for so many of us, work has been in person or our lives have been lived out more in the physical spaces around us. And now we are doing more um, engagement in the digital spaces. So it is, it's, it's certainly, um, it's just different. Uh, and, and we have to be so much more aware now of all we're putting out there. I mean, I feel like for years we've had to be aware of what we're putting out there. Like, right. But now and it's a whole new thing. It's true. And before it felt separate. You know, yeah. Facebook was for friends and LinkedIn was for business, but they're they're blending a lot more. And there's obviously way more platforms too. And yeah. so what what advice do you give people when it comes to the fact that they could be on every platform all day, every day, trying to get their message out there and there's no time left to actually do your job? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really so I mean, just not even with platforms, but I, I advise all of my clients across like any of the technology they use, just be aware of what works well for you and what energizes you and what feels like a drain. So, you know, not everyone's going to love posting pictures on Instagram. It's okay if mm. you don't, you know, don't yeah. spend your time there. Maybe, and, and frankly, your audience may not be on Instagram. If you sure. are like a corporate consultant, your audience is probably going to be on LinkedIn and it's going to be wiser for you to, to not spread your energy thin across so many different pieces of technology or different platforms and actually focus on where your people are. So it's partly where your people are, but I really think it's also, you know, what works, like, where do you want to tell your story? Where do you want to be? Because that is going to energize you and allow you to create more as opposed to drain you and allow you to create less. And if you're not creating in this world, you are losing your competitive edge. Oh, that's a certain call to action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in that, I hear both the strategic conversation about your business and your brand, but also the self-awareness work about you because you are your brand. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would say that, you know, I've had my business for seven and a half years now and it has caused me to be self-aware at levels. I didn't even, I didn't even know were possible before I had a business really didn't because I mean, it's, it's everything, especially as you, as you are in more and more of a leadership position in your own organization that you've created. Um, you know, you have to be, you have to be a model to your team. You have to be aware of how you communicate. Um, Mm. you have to create tools and, um, you know, methods and habits to be able to share what's in your brain with people because no one can read your mind. And, you know, tech, there's a lot of technology out there that's really fantastic for, um, really enhancing communication flows on the team, but if your team doesn't use it, it's not going to be helpful. So, you know, like a lot of people want to just, um, build big technology stacks for their company when sometimes it's better to actually be like really limited in your technology stack, but have people fully utilize it in the right way. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a number of times where clients have asked me to help them implement something like Slack. And then I'll say, well, tell me about your communication in person and between people. And so they think they feel like a technology problem should solve what's really a human issue. Yes. Yes. And, and it doesn't, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is when, when there are underlying human issues, a new technology isn't going to fix that. Isn't it? It's not going to magically make people more uh, chatty or anything like that. If anything, right. I think it tends to enhance dysfunctionality. So it's so often critically important that you're aware of like, what's optimal about how your organization works, what does need to be fixed, and then really utilizing technology um, that is going to to support the good structures that you have or the good structures you're creating. Yes, absolutely. It's definitely a both and, without a doubt. Yes. So what, um, going back, I love this idea of um, being clear on who you are and then leveraging technology to bring that message forward and to communicate it. What are some of the the first things that you tell a client or you help a client do to to really unlock the possibilities? I mean, the strategic portion of the work is always really critical. And so often, and earlier this, you know, in the summer, I had a client come to me um, who said, I've, I've always hated my websites, always. And it was funny because in looking like she is a brilliant author, um, she's written like numerous, like numerous selling books. Um, and I was able to pick up on it immediately because I looked at her website and I said, well, part of the problem I'm seeing right now is not that the design is bad or the layout it's, is bad, but I'm like, you're not really talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. There's not a moment of real emotional connection that someone can have when they come to your website. And you have to be aware of how you want people to feel first. Like you have to know who you are and what your story is and how you help people. If you're not clear about what your offer is, how you help people, what your message is, it, it's it's just not going to land. And you're always going to have a website that feels off, you know, mm-hmm. that you're not in love with. And it's simply because there's, there's no empathy happening there. And I think the best you know, the best websites have them. I mean, maybe they're not like covered and dripping in empathy, but there's a moment of, I understand you have a problem and I know how you feel 
and I have mm. a solution. And I'm going to show you a picture of success for yourself that you didn't even know was possible. And that is so powerful. And Very. so really, like in order to get this client from where she was to where you know she is now, it was looking at that first. And then being able to layer in the colors and fonts and, you know, beautiful imagery and things like that. But now, like when you land on her site, it's a very, very evocative moment that I hope takes people's breath away, you know, of just like, wow, this, this person understands the heart of my pain and has a path forward for me. That's incredible. I think that's that really does move you from telling people what you do to telling people how you will create a result that they want. Yeah, and that's what people are buying. Like we mm. don't buy products, we don't buy programs, we don't buy courses. We buy our future success. Like that's we're buying that vision and hoping that thing that we're purchasing is going to walk us on that path to that f- future vision of ourselves that we have. That's such a great differentiator. You know, you're not buying the path, you're buying the destination, but you've yeah. got to paint a picture of it. So, yep. and then, so, and I can even picture like that, that messaging that needs to be clear. You would want to be clear if you were telling somebody in person as well. Oh, and yeah. yet how many times if someone says, what do you do? Are you sort of stumbling through it? Like, yeah. oh, I don't know how to do. So getting clear helps any sort of communication and remembering that a website is just a technology enabled way of communicating to another person. Exactly. And I think, you know, people sometimes when are, when they're asked what they do, they um, give the obvious answer. So like I could give the obvious answer. I build websites, you know, my team right. builds websites, but there's, there, there are so many more layers to what we actually do with clients. Like, and, and I, I will use different, um, different phrasings in different situations. Like if I'm with, you know, um, like when I was being introduced to my boyfriend's family for the first time, you know, I, I was being, giving a pretty obvious answer, but if I'm with a group of entrepreneurs and I want to really differentiate myself in the work I do, I'm going to layer in the, the, the fifth dimensionality and the confidence that I work with clients on as well. Because that's something that you don't normally see from people who build websites. And it's, I think it's so integral and critical to the work that I do. And that struck me in our previous conversations was the blend that you bring. It's both relationship and technology, which sometimes sounds like two very different skills. But in the case of what you bring to your client, it's the, it's the combination of the two that's, that is the differentiator. Yeah. And, and that's really important to me because I really want to make sure that um, clients don't end up in positions where, again, they're like stacked with too much technology that they're not really using, um, or that doesn't really serve them. And when it comes down to it, you know, there are no, no magic pills or formulas when you're creating a business, like you are really creating a business that's meant to support you and your joy and your happiness and your success. However you define that. Mm. And if we're not it, like it, it, that's important to me. I mean, those are the conversations that I'm looking to have with clients of understanding what do you want to be doing on the day to day? Because I don't want to add, you know, like I don't want to add a AI bot say to someone's website. If they're all of a sudden going to feel beholden to have having to answer all the messages that are coming through 
That may right. be a good idea for, for their business overall, but then we need to look at, at putting team in place to support them. So again, so that they can be creating the content or the courses or, you know, re- refining what's been created. So we're, we're kind of constantly looking at those dynamics of like, well, what could work for the business, but then also what's going to work for you and understand you don't have to have everything in place from day one. Like, mm. You know, you are an evolution. Your business is an evolution. Your website is an evolution. Technology is an evolution. Like it is going to grow and change and adapt. And the, the more you are willing to go with the the flow and like the, you know, not be resistant to change. Um, and the more you understand it is an evolution and you can add on in time. I think the, the more ease you bring into your day to day. Many times we want an answer and be to be done with it. Yep. Like, okay, I'm done with my website. I'm done with my branding. But yep. I like that idea of staying open. This year is a great year to look at how many of us have had to pivot. Yes. And having that flexibility. So coming out of this year where it has gotten a little noisier online and people have um, been willing to try new things, what do you hope continues past this time that maybe we weren't doing before? I really think there have been a lot of interesting online connections. And I just, just personally in thinking about the experiences I had with like online conferences yes, um, earlier this, like at the beginning of quarantine and things like that to now, it is amazing that some of the technology setups that have emerged for conferences to, to the f- fact where like, honestly, I don't miss being in person in some cases Mm, and it opens up, you know, for, for example, like I had actually just yesterday, I was supposed to be, well, I mean, I had a virtual conference. Typically it would be held in Tennessee and, you know, there's like a travel day, you know, to get there and there's a travel day to come back. And then, you know, maybe do I want to extend my time or not? And it was really great to just be you know, present in my home and then, you know, really to be focused the entire day that the conference was happening, but not lose time with my loved ones right? because uh, of just flights and things like that. So, um, and the conference was fantastic. And I felt like I really had the opportunity to get to know the people I was in like a breakout room with and things like that. So um, I, I would really love to see, like, I think people have been really, really creative about how they're doing conferences because they, they couldn't do them in person. Right. And I'd like to see some of that continue into the future, even once we get to the point where we can go back into person. I think it just o- really opens up um, that that participation and the connection for a lot of people who may not be able to on a regular basis. I think there's a place for it as well. I, I almost I don't want to only do online. I don't want to only do in person. Yes. Yes. And I'd love to see. Well, what do we reserve the in person conferences for? Mm-hmm. So those are the ones where really deep relationship building is important, or doing some brainstorming and collaboration that's beyond just learning what someone might be giving. And so that I see that coming out of this too is the the way in which we start to make deliberate choices about what can be done virtually and what what can and do we want to do in person. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, so it'll be fascinating to see, but well, tell uh, tell us more about how clients can find you and uh, the type of clients that you enjoy working with and that obviously uh, benefit greatly from what you do. So I, I have a particular soft spot for people who are, who are the thought leaders and the change makers. Like 
the people who are writing the books or generating the ideas or creating the courses. And like, really, there's nothing I love more than helping people who are helping other people. Like that is just such a gift to be able to help amplify the impact that the people, the clients we are working with have. Um, so that's it at, at its simplest. Like I just, people who are helping other people, it's just, it's so much fun. So that's we've great. worked with, um, you know, authors and DEI specialists and coaches. Um, so it, it's kind of like, we don't have a very narrow range on our clients, but I'm always looking for those people who are, are doing what they do because it, it, it just comes from their, or their heart and their head. So, And doing what you do so well allows them to, to focus on their core competency yes. and then allow you to tell the story around it. So. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Well, and we've talked about a lot of different things, everything from remembering that your online presence, whether it's your website or social media, is integral to getting your message across and doing it in a way that might be different than you're expecting. I loved that idea of being the mirror for people because we really can't see ourselves and need that feedback. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, to also considering different ways to to go about um, using technology, but not to replace some of the fundamentals uh, that are important between human beings as well. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you're hoping we'd cover today? Uh, no, I would just say best place to reach me is through my website, alchemyandaim.com. Just head to the contact form and fill that out. And that gets to me for anyone who's interested. Excellent. Well, Brandy, I really appreciate your time today. You've given me a lot to think about. I already know I need to be revamping my fifth dimension presence. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And with that, I just thank you for your time. Thank you, Suzanne. It's been wonderful to chat with you. Thanks for listening to this episode. For more information and to contact us, visit www.humansoptimized.com.